hey, 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 as we know, life is full of surprises, both good and bad, and the day-to-day journey is full of unforeseen obstacles, and sometimes it's hard for us to see our way through. Beyond the Norm or Mundane or where unscripted dreams live, join us for thought-provoking discussions to help us navigate through the fog and create our own path. We are the Unscripted Dream Podcast, operating outside the margins to motivate and inspire our audience. Um, so today's episode is titled as uh, Know Your Arena. Or what's Something like your, that. What's your arena? Something like that. <laughs> so, Joe, let me, let me open this up, man. So, yeah, so uh, I'm trying to butcher this. So when we think about like what kind of made me think about this was I was looking at um, some of this comes from my work, my W2 work experience. Um, and just like really like seeing things in a different lens. Um, they kind of, I used to kind of used to see things because like when you're working with people that are very skilled or when we compare, like sometimes we compare ourselves to people that we think are doing very well or we know, I mean, sometimes we know people are killing it you know and it's one of those things where sometimes we can diminish ourselves because we see other people doing well and we're not at the same level or we're not perceived um to be at the same level as other people i mean some people are just killing it and we're just not there yet you know um but like i said sometimes that can like seeing that can like if you don't approach it right it can it can kind of make some people feel like like you might be a little bit inferior because you're not at that level yet when you're just like, you're just working your way up. Like we have to keep in mind that successful people that are successful. We're not always in this scenario that they're in now. Um, so just given what I kind of just broke down, Joe, what are your initial thoughts? Um, um you know, I feel like people perceive, um, I don't know, man. It's just one of those things where, like, if you're not focused on you and what you got going on, it's really easy for you to get distracted and you mm-hmm. really, like, fall victim to um, how people are doing it. Like you said, there's people out there that we know are killing it. Then there's people that we think are killing it, but they really are not. So I feel like that all has something to do with, like, how focused are you as a person? Like, do you really know what's going on right now? Yeah. Are you Are you that sprinter where you're looking around everywhere? And, you know, in order for you to keep up with everybody, you kind of look around and just run with them. Or do you run your own race? And, you know, more than likely, you're probably doing better than them. So I think that, you know, we're all on different paths. We're all on different paths and like all our skill sets, like we like each of us has a, a skill set that is unique to us. There's something that we're all exceptional. And yeah, and it's. Like one of those things where I look at like a Draymond Green. If you don't know who Draymond Green is, he's a professional basketball player. He's a good role uh, player. Excellent role player. Yeah. Plays for the Golden State NBA. World champs. World champs in um America, United States. <laughs> <laughs> so I actually that's why you kick out of that. But but uh but you look at you kind of look if you're not familiar, like I remember watching Draymond in college. I think we were in college at the same time, actually. Or, yeah, you know, I so party with that guy. So just like, um, but just seeing like how he plays in Draymond might, I mean, he, he'd probably be Hall of Famer. I think he will. Um, 
He'll be on the fringes, maybe. What, no what, 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 what do you think about that, Joe? You think he'll make it? No comment, man. He already said that he's better than Charles Barkley, and I what? wholeheartedly disagree. All right, man, listen. You got to believe in yourself. That's the lesson you take from that one. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I think he'll probably, be, he'll probably be a Hall of Famer. How many rings is that? Four? Yeah. Four? They might have another he'll one. Probably, he'll probably. He'll probably. He'll be in that canton. He'll be a canton. But you look at Draymond Green and you look at, like, he's a role player, but he's a, like, the man's a champion, right? Mm-hmm. He plays, he's playing along, like, arguably top 10. Definitely probably top 10 player of all time, Steph Curry. And Easy. he definitely greatest shooter in NBA history, of course. No, no doubt. No, that's not even up for debate. Uh, but but uh, when you think about just using Dray, Draymond Green as an example, you put him in any other system with another set of players, he might not like be a four-time champ. But he understands his role. And Think about if, like, he decides to go to another team, right? He wants to be, he wants to be like top two, top two guy or the number one guy on the team, and he like does like kind of what Carmelo Anthony kind of did. Like Carmelo just wanted to be the guy um, on the team, you know, which is probably why he he didn't like win the championship because he had that opportunity to kind of team up in the buddy during the uh, the buddy generation that is. It's kind of going on now, but but uh, but when you kind of look at that, you say like Draymond Green is an example of someone who's an all star in his role, like he's exceptional in his role. He's a high level role player. They don't win without him, like they don't, you know. And it's one of those things where you look at like yeah, he's playing with you know Steph Curry and all of that, but he's like an integral part of that team, you know. And not everything that you like. He provides like a leadership capacity to that team and a grit to that team as well. That's very important and is integral to them, like having the championships that they have. Like he's a big part of that. So when when we look at like when we look at that, it's um it's one of those things. It's one of those things where everything. All right. So it's one of those things where he's good in his. He's great in his role. He's not the main guy, but he has championships. So think about like sometimes some of us, we want to go just be the person, but then you never win. You never really win. You just, you know, you get paid well. You're the head of the team, but you never really accomplish anything, you know? So it's, it's one of those, what, I, what I'm trying to explain is that like just because like you can be a star in your role. And that's okay, because you can be in a star in your role. You can get those championships. Like, who cares about the rest? You know, like it's 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 just it's one of those things where, if you can embrace what you're exceptional at, you can just be great there. Like you you can be great instead of like trying to run up with people that are in a different category. You know, so I think that's one of the things to understand. Like, man, you you can be a star in your role, and that's like that's great. So what do you think it takes to be, I guess, have that kind of clarity with yourself, uh, Marcus, as far as like understanding like what you contribute for like in this instance, what you contribute to the team, like how can you be, uh, how can you deliver to the team? I think what's important right now, I guess using my current um, 
current situation is probably probably the best example. Like I'm definitely a role player. Like in my W two, my W two job, I'm definitely a role player. I work with some of the people that are like the best. Like in definitely in the country, um, that are doing what they're doing in the, like the real estate. Feel like they're the best. Like who doesn't want? Like why would you not want to work with the best people? You know. And I think you know in my role, I'm more of a like I'm more of a um, yeah, I'm just more of a role player. Like I. I like elevate, like my goal is to elevate other people. Like it's not to get attention, it's to help other people achieve success. And those are the wins, like on my end, but that's okay because those people that are the experts, like they've earned that. They've earned that, you know, and it's one of those things where I kind of look at what I do and it's different from what I used to do because I'm used to being a guy. Like I'm used to always working my way to the top, being in charge, having employees, getting the recognition, I get like very minimal recognition. Now, like I'm talking about, this is the least recognition I've got at a job in my entire career. Um, and that's okay. Like, it's, I think it's one of those things that like, it's all right, because I'm in a different, like I'm in a different lane, but you know, now and it's, and it's, um, and I think one of the best ways, I think one of the best ways to explain it is like, you look at my work role, right? And you take that, me just being an assist. Like, I'm just trying to throw dimes. That's it. Like, I'm just trying to throw dimes and let other people score. That's the best. Like, that's really the best way that I can put it. Well, I mean, but, nothing's wrong with, you know, playing your part, man. You know, I feel like that's, you know, that takes a lot of, I know that takes a lot of power out of you as far as, like, what you're used to. But to me, it seems like you're building more character, you know what I'm saying, becoming more well-rounded. Um, I don't think a lot of people look at it that way. And I feel like that's the reason why a lot of people beat themselves out of positions or they don't position themselves because they don't take the opportunity to bask in it to where they're trying to um, learn everything. You know what I'm saying? Like they're not taking the opportunities that they should be as far as like taking as a learning experience. So either they don't end up back where they currently are if they don't like where they are at this point. So they need to figure out how they can position themselves a little bit better. Or it could be the reverse route. Hey, I got turned on to something new. I used to like doing that and being, you know, head honcho on being in charge. But shit, I don't want to be a part of uh, managing all these people anymore. Let me sit in this little corner right here and let me uh, cook, you know, cook up what I'm doing. And, you know, it's crazy because there's so many people that I've ran across that are, you know, a few generations older than me, you know, like my parents' age and even one of my parents, you know, they're like, you know, management, you know, I thought it would be something different, but it's totally not what I expected. Too much responsibility. There's too much that comes down on you and everything like that. You know what I'm saying? All I want to do at this point in my career is kind of fall back and just collect my coins. I can contribute to the team. I can gain people up. I can teach them all the pitfalls and what to look out for. I just don't want the responsibility piece of if shit goes left, I don't want it all to fall on me. Yeah, one of the things, um, I don't want to get, oh, well, I'll get back to the role thing probably on the back end, probably a few minutes, but but like, sometimes we have to look, I think it's important to look at our circumstance and understand like what all you can gain from being like on just like playing your position. And that's another word for it. Just like playing your position. Like that's what I like that's what I do. It requires um requires quite a bit of humility on my part oh, to yes. 
to do it. Uh, but but I think that it's important to like understand just the value and what you're like the frequency, like the frequency that I'm on is that like I mean, like sometimes I can go to work and I could just be like a student. Like I'm helping people, but I'm a student and I'm learning a lot, a lot of things that are impactful in my life, that are impactful in my business as well. So it's like, well, why would I leave to go somewhere and work somewhere else? I'll make I definitely make more money. I'm definitely working at a discount here for sure, but like financially working at a discount, but it's one of those things where when you take a look at everything and like the entirety of the package and what I have access to and the people that I'm able to have access to as well, like that the just the value, that the value there is tremendous. You can't get that everywhere. So not everything is tied to like monetary compensation because what you can do, you gotta think like education, knowledge, and people and network is what propels people to be high earners. Like it's not like it's not always well, sometimes like, money also, you know, inhibits your freedom. You know what I'm saying? That's true. That's true. And I, and it's about, I think, just understanding. So you look at, like, someone like Gary V. You know, I don't even know how to describe Gary V. Because I, I can't, I don't know, I can't put him in a box just because of how he operates. But, like, there's, there's one of those things where I remember I was listening to something he said. He was talking about like how he's really bad at being organized, but he's exceptional. Like people, like if you know Gary Vee, you know he's like he's exceptional in, in some areas. Don't I know some haters out there, but he's good, man. He's like he's he's talented, you know. And I think it's one of those things where you can be bad in areas. That's okay. Just have people on your team that compensate for your weaknesses. Like you could be like he's exceptional at what he does, and then he has people like exceptional people in other areas that fill in the gaps. That's all. You know, so then you have a team of exceptional people. And I was looking at something on Twitter. You know, and, you know, the thing about Twitter that I really come to learn is that I don't know how we go, go hard on social media, but you can really set that thing up to where you can get some really beneficial information. So I was I was going through and I saw this, I saw this um this post this guy had, and he was talking about like how your value changes based on the type of business that you work in, like in a startup, like in a startup, it's like very great and more value for you to be like kind of a jack of all trades to be adaptable. But in something that's more structured, it's more valuable for you to be a specialist. So for me, like a lot of my games earlier on in my career were because I was like well-rounded. I always used to say like if I was in a video game, I would have like, like I would be like 80, 80, 80, 80, 80. And then my like consistency would be like 100. But I wouldn't be like, and my work ethic would be a hundred. But I wouldn't like, like you know, you see other people that are like they're really good in areas that are very poor in other, like others. Like I just pretty like like well balanced, and I just show up and I do the work. Um, so that's what allowed me to like advance quickly, like in my career when I was a little bit younger. Um, of course, that creates issues as well. There's always a downside to those that type of stuff. But um, it's definitely something to you know consider. But Joe, I guess you like. The question that kind of have for you is that, like in your experience in your career, like what have you seen that, like what what do you think is more, like valued or what's worked for you and what or what hasn't worked? As far as, as far as understanding like your skill set, your role, 
and how like if it's had negative or positive impacts on kind of where you are now um i'll say this much man i'll be very very um very straightforward so early on in my career man you know um i had the intentions and the expectations of um, financially setting myself up to be ahead of the game most people do right um but it didn't play out that way um you know there's this thing called politics uh, there's this thing called um discrimination there's this thing called uh, not having the right relationships and the biggest one is timing and um I think I had to go through those kind of pitfalls in order for me to really like learn how I could play the game or how I could work things effectively. Because early on in my career, you know, I started out doing good. I didn't do bad. It's just that those opportunities, there was a glass ceiling there and I didn't quite understand how I could get to the next level. And what made it worse is the fact that I was impatient because I felt like I was entitled. And I felt like entitlement is what held me back. Not to say that I wasn't capable of doing the work. That's not the that's not the real thing. The real thing is the entitlement. It's just more or less just that, you know, I thought I was above that. And realistically, I wasn't. Um, I was work-wise, but, you know what I'm saying? I didn't pay my dues, if that makes sense. Like, there's a lot of things I wasn't privy to. So it was really easy for me to walk into certain things without uh, looking at it because I didn't have certain responsibilities at the time, you know? So now that I'm older or fast forward to where I'm on that way to where I'm at, you know, I kind of had to run into a certain few issues to where I pretty much practically started over and I had to build up again from the ground up. And, you know, that taught me a lot as far as like how to handle things. in, in a professional manner. Um, I don't know, man. It's just one of those things where it's just like, I, I really could go into it, but I'm trying to explain it in the most simplest way possible. But yeah. um, realistically, man, as far as um, me learning how to play my part, I literally had to start my whole career basically all the way over from the ground and built all the way back up. That's how I learned how to be that. You know what I'm saying? Because it gave me uh, what do you call a chip on your shoulder you know you felt like you had something to prove and it wasn't necessarily you had to prove something to them you had to prove something to yourself like I'm not going to be typecasted or I'm not going to be put in this box because I deserve so much more so with that kind of mindset it made me think in creative ways like hey let me own this let me accept this and let me be as positive as I can and let's take it one day at a time it takes a lot of uh, manpower, woman power, however you want to put that. Um, it took a lot to um, really like keep me from going insane at times, <laughs> for sure. But you know that's part of the process. If you have a game plan, stick to it. Don't change it up because the minute you start it, you're already closer to you know seeing it through. And that's what I did, man. I stuck with it. I played it out. And um, it landed me a bigger opportunity than what I could even see right in front of me. Yeah, I give it to you on that, Joe. You, you definitely, like, uh, you definitely had a had a plan from. You probably 
probably one of the more like thoughtful strategic folks that I know that, that I've known from who was thinking about this stuff back in early 20s teens yeah, like I when I first exactly. met you. yeah I told you exactly what so, I wanted to do and you know I stuck with it and I got there in the most roundabout way ever the most random ass yeah. way ever but I got there <laughs> yeah it definitely like it definitely it definitely happened definitely setbacks though um Maybe. for sure yeah but like one of the things and I probably I'm definitely probably gonna close on this because like, I know there's people that listen to this I know because I work with people that like you're doing like you're you're working for people but you have your own business and when you do that like you have a you have a responsibility to hold up on the end of whatever like role that is you agreed to like that you agreed to work in so there's no crime like there's nothing wrong with being a role player you can be great like I said like I was trying to touch on really like you can be great but I want to differentiate like I want to create some separation there as far as like how I was saying before, like when I'm in my work role, I'm really there to assist. I'm really there to elevate other people, right? Like that's that's really my my role. And it's not really consistent with a lot of the things that, well, it's consistent with what I used to do as far as helping people, developing people, and, um, you know, really trying to drive, you know, some, some positive KPIs. But like the way I try to explain it to people is that, when I do my work thing, when I go out and work for other people, I'm a role player right now in my position. But when I switch gears, it's like when I get off of work, that's halftime. For the W-2, that's halftime for me. Like, man, like I'm going through the tunnel. Like I take that little, like whatever little break I take in, in between to kind of like reset. And then when like I go into my entrepreneur mode and it's just me doing my thing, like that's a whole different beast. That's the war chest unlocked 100%. Like I'm a hundred percent. I don't have to hold back. I can do what I do. And outside of like, I take all the game winners in my business, all the game winners. I'm the guy I have to show up as an entrepreneur. I have to show up. There's nobody when I like, I can't call off because nobody can replace me, you know? So it's, it's one of those things where just like understand like your roles and it's okay to be a role player in some capacities. And then just kill it, like just kill it in your business. Yeah, in your business. Absolutely, man. And you know what it's going to take for you to do that, man. And I was just listening to uh, when 50 Cent said this on an interview a few weeks ago. He said, man, you really for you to be really successful, especially at your own business and almost damn near anything um, is ambition. It all comes down to ambition. Uh, check out one of our most earliest episodes. I think it's like episode two, Ambition. Probably oh, man. But, no. But listen no. to it. Listen <laughs> to it about ambition. Just, just solely just listen to what's being said. Not not like the quality or anything. But um, that was via, what, over two years ago, almost three? But, um, yeah. I'm going to send people back there. But what I'm trying <laughs> to say, man, is you've got to have – ambition man in order for you to kind of like get to this state of mind you know what i'm saying something bad may have to happen to you or you're just on point like this it's one or the other in my case both i had both like i was already very ambitious but what sent me over the top was the fact that i ran into hard times so what i'm trying to say is like 
sometimes you really need that fire within for you to actually get get the ball moving and keep it rolling I think that's another episode actually but you really got to have that fire in your eyes man and it doesn't necessarily mean that you have to represent or show that to people but the most important person you got to prove that to is yourself um you know it was just like another thing bro um when um I was uh reading some today um the receiver Antonio Brown um he went to he was he attended Central Michigan at the same time we did, ironically. But one of the things he said was, you know, one of his biggest regrets wasn't necessarily all the dumb shit that he did offside the field or even on the field as far as leaving. His biggest regret is not being able to experience what other people experience as far as like his work on the field. And Kanye West said the same thing. His biggest regret is that he won't be able to ever see him as himself perform and you kind of have to look at things like that because that's really going to determine how much you really want to you want to succeed and how you really want to go it doesn't necessarily mean you're going to be super successful or anything but you kind of have to have that kind of ego or that piece of you for you to kind of like get the ball rolling because if you don't have that kind of drive you're not going to get as far as you're not going to you're not going to um you're not going to exceed your expectations and if you do, you're lucky. Well, Joe, man, I think that's a good spot to end this thing on. <laughs> so, hey, thanks for listening. Take care and be safe. Peace.